The Last Word with Matt Cooper. As expected, Vera Paul is no longer the manager of the Republic of Ireland women's team. Gavin Cooney, sports writer with the 42.ie. Has the FAI, though, explained in detail the reasoning behind this decision? Hi, Matt, and the answer is no. Uh, no one at the FAI has spoken on the record today. Uh, the CEO, Jonathan Hill, um, has not given any uh, press interview. He, got, he was asked as well to comment um, on the situation of Vera Paul's contract in Australia and he declined those engagements as well. So um, we're just kind of really going off kind of the reporting that, um, that I and others have been doing as to as to why this decision has been made. But in terms of a full explanation, you know, on the record or at a press conference or in front of a TV camera, uh, nada. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Um, I think there is, there is a willingness to... Uh, one of the reasons the FAI took this decision was as a result of a kind of very comprehensive review that the director of football um, did, uh, which featured input and interviews with players and staff members and so forth. Um, that was, they were, everyone speaking there was told that would be confidential, so maybe they don't want to break confidence by um, referring to some of that. But, you know, there is a certain, it leaves a certain vacuum. And um, I think as a result, the players are getting a bit of criticism over the decision because there's certainly a perception out there uh, that uh, Vera Power has been hoisted by player power. Was it made easier for the FAI that there would be no financial cost involved in not renewing the contract? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it was. I mean, Vera Power's contract is up now at the end of this month, so what's that on Friday? Uh, so everyone can just walk away with nothing, uh, with nothing added to be, uh, with nothing extra to be paid. There was no, there was no contract um, extension granted, obviously. Should the backing of a squad for a manager matter, given that listeners are pointing out the difference between Vera Pong and Stephen Kenny is that surely she didn't have the backing of most of her squad. From what we are told, Stephen Kenny appears to have the backing of most of his squad. But is that the important thing, given that Vera Paul was successful in getting the Irish team to the World Cup finals and Stephen Kenny most definitely to date has not been successful, even if his squad like him? Ultimately, a manager has to keep their squad on side. Maybe it's fair, maybe it's unfair, but it's you know it's real politic and, and it's a matter of the uh, it's just how the world works. And you know, Vera Powell did lose support among the squad. I mean, that that is evident of the fact that we haven't heard there hasn't been a social media post thanking her or anything like that from players uh, since she was um, since uh, the FBI parted company with her uh, last night. Now, look, player sentiment definitely did form a part of this decision by the FAI. Like from just from from what I understand, that the the board had to decide last night that they acknowledged that Vera Pau had been successful, but were her methods sustainable? I think there, there was some dis, uh, discomfort among the squad about some of her methods around uh, training and preparation. For example, she didn't allow uh, players to lift weights because she believed it added risk of injury. But you know this is at odds with some of the practice the players experience at their clubs. And there's just more. There's been a change and there's been an evolution in the squad in, in Vera Pau's had in the last couple of years even like there's more professional players now playing at at a, at a higher level in England at more better resource clubs experiencing things at a at a cutting edge and you know Vera Pau is is quite inflexible as regards what she demands of her players and, and her methods she's you know she uh, she's utter conviction about herself i think that's why she's been as successful as she has been but the FAI knew that look she's not going to uh, she's not going to change her ways so um they decided to to, to move on 
You're probably not old enough, Gavin, to remember the start of the Jack Charlton era, but there was a lot of people who didn't like his methods and a lot of the players were disgruntled, but he got results and therefore he had the power in position and player power was not allowed to dictate back then. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but then there's some, you know, to give a counter-argument, like there have been lots of, of managers who's, who had results and then, you know, stayed on too long. We've had, you know, zombie campaigns under Martin O'Neill at the men's side and um, well, Steve Stoneton was a zombie campaign from the moment it began, but maybe this is an instance of the FAI knowing that this has been successful, but it won't, that it won't continue on in the future. I mean, it's obviously a very different, uh, different people making decisions now at the FAI. So, um, yeah, they, they, they obviously see it very differently to that. Do you think will they be as ruthless in dealing with Stephen Kenny if we have adverse results against France and the Netherlands next week in two very important Euro 24 qualifier games? Yeah, Stephen Kenny's future is not on the agenda of the FAI at the moment. It wasn't discussed at that board meeting last night. But I think if Stephen Kenny doesn't qualify Ireland for the Euro 2023, the European Championships in 2024, uh, I don't, I don't think he'll continue on with the job. I think that's the minimum requirement that is on the job. It's in the FAI strategic plan. I think Kenny knows that. I think everyone knows that. So if Ireland don't qualify the, at the end of that campaign, I think he might be struggling for. But if, if the next two matches go against him, would that not be the time to bring somebody else in to prepare for the next World Cup cycle? Uh, potentially, it obviously potentially would obviously leave the FAI open to, to some kind of co- compensation payout uh, if that were, were to arise. So they, they could make that decision, you know, absolutely. But And is it that they can't afford compensation? Because no. we still have a situation, don't we, where the men's senior team remarkably does not have yeah. a sponsor. Yeah, it's quite remarkable, isn't it? I mean, the, and the women's team has had sponsors and probably making uh, made plenty of money at the, at the World Cup. That's the ironic thing about all of this. Um, I, I, my understanding is that there is a common, there will be a severance fee paid there. I don't think it's large enough to stop the FBI making the decision if they felt it really needed to be really needed to be made. But there, you know, if if, we, if you go down that road, you kind of who do we get in? You know, there's only a benefit in giving um, a coach, you know, the games in October, November to prepare for the. Um, to prepare for the next campaign, if you know that that he's absolutely the right coach, and they'll be involved in in those in that next campaign, so those are the kinds of things you have to weigh up. And look, maybe you know this, this September window for Stephen Kenny, he names the squad tomorrow, like brutally different, difficult games away to France and then at home at home to the Netherlands. Yeah. So, Maybe, the, maybe the, the, the tariff on those games will give them a little bit more latitude. Thank you very much, Gavin Cooney from the 42.ie. Back with the 6 6 after this. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and ever.